2: Welcome to The Art of Decluttering. I am Kirsty Farooja, one of your hosts. I'm the other host, Amy Ravel. This is our podcast. We are two
3: professional organisers who run a professional organising and declutter coaching business in Melbourne and Sydney. We have 12 professional organisers on our team. We have two um, admin staff on our team. And this podcast is our baby and we love it. And hopefully you love it too.
2: And if you don't, you can always turn off right now. <laughs> See you later. See Bye. You later. <laughs> <laughs> so, Amy, what are we talking about today? Uh, so, what we're talking about today
3: made me put a big smile on my face and made Kirsty's shoulders slump. And she gave me that look through one eye like, are we going to really do a whole episode on this? But yes, we are. We're talking about tools. And nuts and bolts and all the tooly things that you keep in your house um I'm excited because I'm the person in my house that manages all this whereas Simon's the person in your house that is responsible for this area isn't he
2: yeah and like if I was married to somebody else I would totally do more of it but he loves that
3: correct and if I was married to someone else I would totally do less of it but Cal hates it yeah so it's, you know, yeah you may be doing it by default or you may be doing it because you love it or maybe this is one of those episodes you need to let your partner listen to if they are more this person than you
2: are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I find this topic, so tools and stuff a bit, it's an interesting topic for decluttering because it, they are oft some tools, particularly bigger tools, Mm -hmm. like drop saws and power tools tools. they don't get used very often so they don't uh, they could easily fall into could you hire this instead (laughs) Mm -hmm. do you actually need to buy it yourself could you go and borrow it off your neighbor and that's my default position on a lot of these stuff even with Simon we have these discussions of like why do you need to own it Mhm.
3: particularly now that there's more libraries that you can borrow tools yeah. from and men's sheds and things like that that even bunnings do a lot of hiring of tools yeah.
2: yeah and then you come across all the tools that like you do need often like hammers and screwdrivers and little screwdrivers for the little bitty toys that have got little bitty batteries that you wish <laughs> were never bought for you in the first
0: place
3: yeah i think there's a couple of categories within this topic we've got power tools we've got hand tools and then we've got screws nuts bolts nails the kind of hardware is that the hardware i might be using the wrong word but it's not software just (laughs) it's certainly not software (laughs) this is the level of expertise people if it's not software it has to be (laughs) hardware.
2: (laughs) no that's what like that's what they're called you use the right term. I'm, I'm impressed, my friend. Good. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so let's talk power
3: tools because I think where you started is a really, really valid point to consider when you need a drop saw or a blower or an electric head trimmer or any of those no, types see, of things. like
2: this shows your true colors that you guys don't do the gardening and we do do the gardening so if that's I don't let's be clear about that I do nothing um outside and little inside but as far as Simon is concerned then the power like the electric blower the ele- the hedge trimmer's Like all of that, that he's got one of those ones that has got the multi battery that you just plug into every Mm -hmm. power tool. That, like, he can easily justify them because he does do the gardening every weekend during summer and spring. Brilliant. Never, like, yeah. So, Whereas, as I said, shows your hand that you don't. (laughs) Oh, I totally don't. And we are a big outsourcing family.
3: (laughs) So whatever I can outsource, I outsource. And so I would expect then that whichever gardener we're using at the time has the tools that they need. And I will hire someone who has those tools because me having those tools is completely pointless because not only do we not know how to use them, we have no inclination to Mm -hmm. use them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But back to your original point, like what what do you need, you know, and mm. have you have you your partner, your family members gone through a season where you were using them regularly, you were building bookcases, you were building, you know, renovating your house, mm-hmm. and now you are not in that season and you don't use them ever. Like mm-hmm. you you can't even imagine a project that you might use a drop saw for ever again. It's probably a good time yeah. to get rid of it. Well, particularly if it does still have life in it and it can be resold, yes. um, you could donate it to a men's shed. You can, you know, you can pass it on easily rather than it getting rusty, worn out and um, outdated. And then it just ends up in the tip. You just totally
3: nailed the thing
2: I was gonna say. Okay, so
3: get rid everyone, of it we're done. <laughs> <laughs> get rid of it. She's really keen today to date you. So if you're still hanging around, you're a hardcore fan. Yeah,
1: sorry, babe.
3: <laughs> get rid of it as soon as you know you're not using it. So, for instance, if you are redecking yourself, you probably do need a drop saw, but you may only need it for three months. And so, buy it secondhand and then sell it off straight away. So sometimes it does work out more economical for you to purchase. The, the power tool that you need for a period of time but that doesn't mean you have to keep it mm. you can totally pass that on and that's totally fine the other thing is you might just choose to use air tasker if you're not a family that are regularly using your power tools just air task it and get someone
2: to come over with their power tool and do it for you or ask your friends Ask around your friends and say, hey, everybody, we want to do this project. Has anyone got these tools? Because what's the worst that happens? You break it. And you have to buy it, which is what you were going to do in the first place anyway. Yes. So, and then your friend still stores it. Yes, and you've then, given them a new yes, one. Yes, you've still got. You don't have to find the real estate because it's like everything that we talk about. It's not just the purchasing and being intentional about the purchasing. It's where are you going to store this? How much room are you going to give it? How much maintenance do you need to put into keeping it in serviceable condition? And All of those questions, whereas it's really easy to walk into Bunnings or Home Depot, wherever it is around the world that is your hardware store and get sucked into the void. That is, Mm. oh, I am going to be this type of person. Like I am a deck builder. Like no, no, (laughs) you're not. You might build a deck once. (laughs) Yeah. Or you might build a deck twice. Like Simon's built two decks. But we're not moving anytime soon. Like, so he needs the sander to sand it back and stain it again. But if I had my way, I'd go and buy the, you know, and we had endless, buy the sander. Or, and we had an endless bucket of money. I'd go and get those like boards that never need recoding like Uh, yeah yeah so anyway that's a whole nother discussion but just be very mindful when you're going shopping for this stuff is is this am I buying this because of my aspirational hopes that I will one day be a gardener like do I am I going there because yes if I just had this product I would be that type of person like are you do you even like your garden? Like do you even care about gardening or deck building or any of this stuff that we're talking about? Like is that is that really who you are or is that just who you you think society is telling you to be or you think that you would in an ideal version of yourself you would be a gardener but actually you'd much rather be watching Netflix on a Saturday afternoon? I don't know. Like man, I'm just speaking for myself here. <laughs> <laughs> I think we
3: actually only own one power tool, and that's our lawnmower. If a lawnmower counts as a power tool, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the only thing we own in that whole genre of anything that takes petrol or power to operate. I'm really
2: surprised that you don't have a, uh, look, I'm doing so I'm doing so. She's doing charades yeah, and charades like and I'm still not even sure. So Pressure hose thing? No, like a drill. No. I'm surprised you don't have a drill. Oh,
3: that's not true. Then I do, but it's battery operated. So I, can't, it's and it lives with my hand tools. So you do. So it's kind of the same, but it's not. You know how the ones that plug into the wall are like super powerful. Yeah, this is just a battery yeah. one, but it is. It is a power. Is a power tool. You're right. Yeah, it needs power to be used. It does. Yes. So the power that comes from your hands <laughs> is the next category, and I think. One of the biggest problems with this category is you can never have too many screwdrivers, right?
2: Yes, (laughs) you can. And yeah, that so many times. Yeah. And I and I think this come, I mean, we've spoken about this loads of times before. So sorry for you hardcore listeners who know exactly what I'm about to say. But when you have a reduced amount of something whatever that is, then it's much easier to put it back in its home and it's much easier to find it again when you're nice. not, when you don't have 15 Phillips head screwdrivers. That could be anywhere in the home, but because nobody puts it back in its home, you really, really can't find it. Whereas if you only had like one of each size Phillips head and they all okay. went back into the toolbox or under the sink or in, the, in that purposeful junk drawer then you know where to find it. And it is around creating habits of putting things away. So, which is a lot. We we know that that's a a habit that is hard to instill. You've got it down, Pat, we know, but everybody else in your house is really bad at it. Everybody else is really bad. You're the best. (laughs) I think that there are a couple of tools that you can
3: get by with if you just have these few tools. Mm. Um, and actually let's we'll link in the show notes. Ikea have this pack that you can buy, and it's a pack of tools that have a ratchet hand tool adapter that goes onto them so that you can use a Phillips head or a spanner or a shifter or a flathead, like it's got all the different attachments and it makes life really easy. So I have gone from having like, you know, those this is very 80s. almost a little briefcase of tools where you open it up and inside is like from small to large. You've got like the yellow handles. Yes, I'm nodding your head. head Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. So 80s, 80s. And I see so many of those steps in people's houses, but now you can just get an all in one. And so I have a really simple ratchet screwdriver that has, let me count, probably 10 different heads that I can put on it and I can do anything with it. So I have one tool. And then I don't have all these little screwdrivers all around the place, inside the house, in the laundry, in the shed, in the garage, anywhere else, because the one tool, that's everything I need it to do. And I just keep it in its home. So when it's time to use it, it is
2: there. How does it work in your house, Kirst? Is it simple? Do you have yeah, multi-homes? No, we don't have multi-homes. I definitely, um, we've spoken about this before. There is a time and a place and a reason to have a few homes for things like small screwdrivers that you get into the back of remotes and stuff. Like I can totally see that for some families that works really well in their purposeful storage drawer that some may call a junk drawer, but we like to call it a purposeful drawer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or like within, you know, near your kitchen or within easy close range of getting to fix the batteries of any toys or remotes. Um, But what we have in our home, we just have it all in the garage in a toolbox, like a a wheeling toolbox, but it never gets wheeled anywhere; It just stays against the wall. But a huge toolbox. Yeah, because Simon's got lots of tools because he's very Hmm. handy. So we all know that that's where to go for tools. Like, you know, we'll be building, doing something, and we'll go kids go out into the garage and go and get, a Phillips head or a flat head like and then we've only got like one hammer we've only got one size of every screwdriver size and like we've we do have the one thing that I um see a lot in homes is um um oh Allen Keys and 50 million oh, Allen keys breed. and yes. that's because people buy fifty million IKEA products and don't yeah. chuck out and keep the, the Allen, Allen key. keys so like there's yeah. a there's a good reason to have a couple of different size Allen keys but not the same size multiplied by 50 million um yeah 50 million's a lot and it, that's why we go that's, that's a lot that, that must that's, have taken you ages to count well, that's how we have that's a business incredible. because so many people need us to come in and declutter their 50 million Allen keys
3: Allen keys i love it the art of decluttering Allen keys yeah
2: the art of allen keys don't have them don't have too many of them
3: <laughs> the key with the allen keys though cast, is to have them in the same place because when you have multiple homes for the allen mm-hmm. keys so some are with the instructions some are in the yeah. junk drawer some are in the, you you think every time oh i might just keep this just in case this is the one size i don't have yeah. Chances are you only need one and all the rest can go. So it is important to have like with like because that enables you to make really good decisions about How what you to get rid of. Yeah.
2: And that's why if you do have two or more spaces for a certain thing to live, it's really important to put it back there because then that's when we see in so many homes is that they've got too much of stuff because but because it doesn't go back in its home so they need Uh it in several different places and I can never find it when I need it so I may as well just buy another (laughs) one because then at least I'll be able to find this one but invariably you can't find that one either because you've just put it down instead of putting it away or someone in your house has done that so don't put it down put put it away and so Like that's why we harp on it so much, is because we're like, if every if everything and everybody put things away in its home, whether that be a one or two spaces, like then it's easy to find things. It's when Mm. you can't find things is because people aren't in that habit. And yeah, we know it takes time and it's a pain, but it helps to reduce your clutter. It does. It really helps, and perhaps you're finding that the
3: tools are just everywhere in the shed or everywhere in the garage or spread out in a different place, just grab a container. So it could be an old ice cream container. It could just be a container you have lying around the house or a box and just label it tools and put all the tools inside. So it doesn't matter that you have to rummage because how often are you using a spanner? Not very often, Mm. I'd assume, unless you're a plumber or a mechanic, you're probably not using a spanner very often. So having them just all together in a box means that when you do need it, You know exactly where to go to stop the water going everywhere in your bathroom.
2: For instance.
3: (laughs) For instance. Although, you know, you'd probably just turn it off at the mains. But whatever. We're clearly not plumbers.
0: (laughs) Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.
2: And that's so, then let's talk about nuts and bolts and screws and nails and all your look at your giddy face. It's so funny. I wish people could see you right now. You should take (laughs) a photo of yourself. It's like
3: someone just presented me with a bowl of
2: um, peanut MMs,
3: and I'm just like, oh, all for me. All for me. me. (laughs) (laughs) Given that I haven't eaten chocolate now for 36 days, days—that 46 days, days. that would be particularly exciting. But for today, today, the nuts and bolts make me very excited. Nuts and
2: bolts and screws.
3: Let me tell you about one of the first jobs I did as a professional organiser was working in a factory for a guy. So he hired me to come in on a Saturday um, and he imports nuts, bolts, screws, nails, so fixers. It was a fastener importing company. So they had this massive warehouse and right at the front of the warehouse um, in this industrial estate was a little shop front where people from the industrial estate could come by just at wholesale prices, some of these nuts, screws, bolts, nails, fasteners. And so my job was to go in and, like, organise it all because they'd had somebody in there who just had kind of haphazardly been putting things away. And so, oh, it was so much fun. Like to just have like a bucket of random things and be sorting them and how good it looked at the end. And he was thrilled because it meant every time someone came into the storefront, it was really quick. They could just find what they need, sell it to them, move on. Now, what we don't suggest is if you are not someone who actually uses fasteners very often, you don't need a million glass jars with every type of washer, every size screw, every type of nail, you don't need that if you are not someone who regularly is using those things. It's
2: Do we agree? Yes, cast? 100%. It's like thinking like Lego, like a Lego episode. We talked about what other type, who are you, you know, or who are your kids? Who is your partner when it comes to Lego? Are they the type of person who wants all the colours separated or the different sizes separated because that's how their mind works? Cool. Mm-hmm. If that's you then do that with your nuts and bolts and screws. But if, and also think about your precious time, like, you know, is that worth setting yeah. aside a couple of hours to sort out on a Saturday afternoon or whenever? If you, like, so Simon is very handy, has loads of tools and, you know, he, he does that. We still just have a box called the Tin Man box. I don't know. Like cool. and it is just full of random screws that his and and nails right. and stuff that he has over the year like collected mm-hmm. over the years and we were putting together something um last year during COVID <laughs> and he just bought this tin out and I just emptied it on yep. a tray and looked for the appropriate size screw for him, and yeah, it took more time than if he had categorized everything. But we did it, like we haven't Not looked in the long term though. Yeah, we haven't looked at that tin again since. So yeah. um, again, think about who you are, and yep. does it do? You, how do you look for things, and how often do you look for things? If you look for them once a year, really, is spending four hours categorizing your nails and screws going to help you for that one job once a year that it took you five minutes to find a screw.
3: Yeah. And Kirsten, we do really similar. I'm going to call it the Tin Man Tin. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called?
2: Yeah. it's a, it's. I'll, I'll take a photo of it so we can put it on Yeah, socials.
3: do. We want to see it. <laughs> so we have the same. We have one bucket that is all the random bits and pieces. If I'm doing work, right, whatever it is, they all go in there. But if I buy a, a new packet, of a particular screw type for a particular job, I just put the whole packet, the label, the packaging, everything in a sna- snaplock bag. And so, if I am then doing a project and I need four that are identical mm. of a particular screw, yep. that's in a separate container, and I just p- help pick up the snaplock bags, find the one I want, and bob. And then if there's only one left, that goes into the tin man tin. Yeah, perfect. Brilliant, because you can do spice jars and you can do like recycled jam jars that you like nail glue to a roof and you have all the tins Ugh. like it just there's so many options but your time is precious and unless and your real you're estate. Chipper, in fact if you are a chippy you're just going through them anyway
2: yeah. you're, so there's a few things to keep in mind not only like your time is precious but so is your real estate so really mm. if you're not going to be using those screws very often and this is not to say that we should be wasteful of our money but You know, when you do buy, you know, Amy, you you buy a pack. When you go to Bunnings and buy a pack of screws, they come in like a pack of 50 and you only need four. If you think that if you're not that type of person, you are actually allowed to chuck away those other 46.
3: Just buy the eight packs. Even though I know I will eventually use a 50 pack, every time I need to buy screws, I buy the smallest pack possible because I don't want that stuff sitting around and I don't want to spend $14 when I could spend three yes because I know how often I'm using it which is not that
2: often yes and and so it it is weighing up all of those decisions like do you want to be really um you know because the other way you could look at it Amy is like yeah I'm going to use those 50 screws so I may as Mm. well spend $14 now because in the long run I'm going to save myself $27 but is 27 like is What is important to you? Like, is it the money? Is it the time? Is it the space that this stuff is taking up? Space is huge. And it is, and it and we we want you to be intentional and be thoughtful and be caring for the environment and be wise with your money. Like it's not there's not one that trumps every single time. So if we've convinced people, (laughs) Kirst. that it's time
3: to get rid of power tools, hand tools, and fasteners, let's talk about what we can do with them because they don't just need to all go in landfill. So we mentioned before Men's Shed and that's, I think, is it just Australian? I'm not sure if there's branches all around the world, but basically it's a house of tools (laughs) where men and women, I believe, there's also women's sheds, can go and be creative and they can create the things they want to create and there's a passing on of knowledge throughout generations. It's community. You can call them and say, hey, I have all these tools that I don't need and I have a whole lot of screws and fasteners that I also don't need and brackets and would you like them? And I've had clients where they've turned up that day to come and pick them up because they're so excited to take it back to the men's shed.
2: Yeah. Yeah. There's also depending, like there's Montessori schools and Steiner schools that they might want that stuff as well. Or you could contact homeschooling groups. There's lots of opportunities for you to pass on all of that stuff. You could put it on Facebook marketplace, like come at free. You can Put it yep. on your own Facebook profile and say, hey, do I have any friends who are really handy or who are professional, you know, tradie that wants all of this? Like there's so many opportunities that you just get creative. Um, mm-hmm. And we're not saying that you should get rid of everything. We just want you to your house and your space is is precious real estate and precious mm-hmm. real estate that, should, that can be used to do life and, and life with people, And life with things like, you know, if building things brings you joy, if doing the gardening brings you joy, awesome. But we just don't want your clutter to get in the way of, of enjoying this life.
3: Awesome. And then if you do have things that do need to end up, you can always do scrap metal. And so just Google scrap metal in your area because often your tools and your fasteners can be recycled that way. So don't just chuck everything in the bin. Um, have a think about how you can recycle it mindfully. And then next time you
2: need something, think twice before you just go and purchase something new. Mm. And encourage your partner to listen to this episode too.
3: <laughs> <laughs> or your I've dad got Aaron, or your, or your, or your
2: mum or whoever yeah. it is around you. that is.
3: kid that's in trade school and feeling like they need to collect everything. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I've got a review for us. Kirst. Please read it to us, Ames.
3: It is really lovely. It is from Brie Waterson via Apple Podcasts in the US. Uh, it's titled Relatable and Fun. It's a five-star review. She says, I'm binge listening to all sorts of podcasts and love this one. I truly am working hard to declutter and be more intentional with things. Thanks for being there to help us clutterbugs in need. Brie Waterson, Michigan, USA. P.S. I love, love, love your accents.
2: <laughs> well, thank you, Brie. We love our Michigan friends. I've got so many friends who live in that part of the world. And really? I love them, yeah. And so thank you, Brie, for being another friend in that part of the world. Yeah. How about another
3: one, given we've got so many at the moment we want to continue to shout out and thank you. So this one is from Guy OVCC Chu On Apple Podcasts Australia, and it's titled a life changing podcast. Five stars. Kirstie and Amy are easy to listen to as they guide me to declutter every area of my house. Their positivity is uplifting as they tackle questions like how many sheets do I really need? Or how do I cull the books on my shelf? I followed Amy and Kirstie room by room and sorted out my clutter. I now feel lighter, more organized, and clearer in my intentions day to day. As long as this podcast is being made, I'll be there to listen. Thank you for all your hard work. You guys have changed my life for the better. (laughs) Oh, your reviews are just the bomb, people.
2: So good. So good. So good. good. Kirst, who needs to leave a review this week? I think that if you will also live in Michigan, you should leave us a review. And if we have transformed your life and you haven't yet left a review or you have and you want to leave another one, then leave us a review. Is that Do too it. many? Is that too many options? All right,
3: Michiganites. Oh, look, that's totally fine. It's our podcast. I wonder we if it's
2: Michiganites rules. or Michiganians or. Mich-
3: Michiganians, Michiganites. I should ask
2: my I like, Michiganian. I like Michiganites. I like Michiganians. <laughs> of course, we're the opposite. Oh,
3: someone let us know.
2: Brie someone will. let us Brie know. Will. Well.
3: Okay, Brie, let us know. Let us know. Have an amazing week. Have we really enjoy seeing you online. I'm interrupting Kirsty. No, no, no. She's I... trying to speak over the top of me and I just didn't let her. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I am we are looking forward to seeing how you transform your power tools and hand tools and and bits and bobs of fasteners and screws and all that jazz um, come over to our facebook group or share with us on instagram tag us on instagram Um, we would love to cheer you on and see what you get up to have a lovely week people see you next
3: week bye thanks for joining us if you've learned something awesome today we'd love you to leave us a review on itunes or facebook so others can find our podcast too
2: don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter
3: community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash decluttering We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well.